Welcome to Game at Two! What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here, and I got my co-host John Regan with me. Say hey. Hey. That's right. We're only friends this week. Next week, man, I'm going to fuck you up. But for now, me and Johnny were hosting together because it's the first head-to-head round of August Absurdity 5. And man, have we got a great show coming up for you tonight. We've got two fantastic competitors going head-to-head for a spot in the finals for the ultimate GTT bragging rights, for the crown, for the glory, for all the marbles. It's going to be a fantastic tournament, and it starts head-to-head tonight. So uh, let's just introduce these two uh, fantastic uh, VGM gladiators. Um, uh, I guess, uh, let's see, the, the challenger should be introduced first, so, uh, you know, in a... In, a, in one corner, we've got uh, Jesse Moore, uh, you know, eternal challenger of uh, August Absurdity. So, uh, Jesse, I believe you have something to say? Brother Sniffit, I knew you'd come. I'm thankful that all of you have joined me, the GTT audience, because these words and these events must be documented. My name is Jesse Moore, and a few days ago there was an incident that occurred (laughs) that broke the barriers of my mind, and I became broken, Jesse Moore. I love this. But the entity that is speaking to you now is the essence that is behind the wheel of this vessel. Yes! I am Damascus. I am 3,000 years old. Yes! I was generated in 999 BC. And I am a master of creating chaos, violence, and guessing video game music. Yeah! <laughs> And Damascus has just been unleashed upon Game That Tune. As I play my Genesis of Sega, (laughs) the seven deities have given me a mandate to prove that I am the greatest guesser of games in all space and time. Yes! Brother Sniffit, this match we're about to have will be your true Armageddon. You will be rendered obsolete. I will delete your GTT crown. Delete, 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 delete. I don't think he's going to stop saying that. Delete. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and so then in the other corner, we've got the uh, three-time August Absurdity champion quietly uh, just taking in all those remarks. The king of the show, King David Fleming. So, uh, you know, uh, say hey, David. 
hey, um, I'm hoping for a, a good, clean match, and um, win or lose, I, I'm looking forward to the fun we have in August Absurdity. I kind of feel like maybe I kind of feel like maybe I should have gone first. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, that's the beauty of it, man. You know, you, you just never know what you're going to get out of Jesse's uh, August Absurdity promo. And uh, you know, I know that you didn't prepare any remarks, so this uh, this is fantastic. It's good. You don't need to prepare remarks when you're the king. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't see the crown yet, but it's it's sure to turn up by the end of the night. Maybe he's just uh, playing coy. Doesn't want anybody to you know, I don't know, knock it off during the show and. You know, God, I mean, how embarrassing would it be to lose a round of August Absurdity with, uh, with a crown on? I mean, just, you know, utter humiliation. I don't think David can take it. Um, but yeah, so uh, me and Johnny have uh, curated all the selections tonight. We got a great show coming up. Uh, we got five great games. We've got a great fan request. And it's, uh, it's you know, it's a cold-blooded, uh, raw, head-to-head game that tune action, man. So David versus Jesse. And Johnny, I think we just got to jump right into it, man. Let's start with our first game. Game one. Fuck yeah! Alright guys, so the NES edition of this game features unique side-scrolling shooter levels.
Alright, guys. Hell so, yeah. We'll see some answers. Should be good, man. Johnny, I kind of thought you were bringing a little better trivia than that, but it's okay. It's meant to be a challenge this week, man. Ooh. Ooh. Jesse says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and David says Super C. Hold on, hold on. Can you <laughs> slow down, John? Say it. Not Mushu Mushu Turtles. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. <laughs> so Jesse has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. David has Super C. They're on the right track. They're both Konami games that they and chose. CMNT, comic book game. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, and comic book. This is Batman Returns for the NES. Mm. Which thank, is. Thank pretty... goodness we're not playing the Everybody Gets It Wrong sound tonight. I don't feel like hearing that several times. No, no, no. We'll skip that. Yeah. So, oh. Now, I do want to ask because you said. <laughs> You said, like, they're on the right track, they're both Konami games. Are they actually Konami games, or are they Ultra games? Ooh, good question. Ultra! <laughs> oh, shit, I don't have that sound. Ah, oh, I don't have it queued up. Damn it. Um, I want to say it's actually just a Konami game, but maybe the... I believe Shit, David. I mean, I, what are you I doing throwing mean, challenges at us? I was, <laughs> I was just making a bit, because Ultra was Konami. <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 but, you know, but yes, it is officially Konami. By that time, I guess, you know, Nintendo had been like, all right, fuck it, just publish everything as Konami. We're tired of dealing with this multiple parties shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, fucking Batman Returns on the NES, that's, uh, you know, Johnny, that was a dope soundtrack. Johnny, uh, actually picked this one, um, you know, I felt pretty good about that pick, because I thought, you know, maybe you guys had played it at some point, uh, you know, it being a Batman game and all. But I also thought it'd be a little bit difficult because it's not the Batman game that we all know for the NES. Uh, certainly, and you know, certainly not the Batman soundtrack we all know for the NES. Um, nor really is say, it a Batman I, movie that I think lends itself well to being adapted to a game. <laughs> so I was going to say I I have played Batman Returns, but not on the NES, just the Super Nintendo beat 'em up. You know that actually makes more sense since. Uh, it came out in like 1992, like uh, 1993. Oh fuck! Even later. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, you know nobody should have played this on the NES. God, God, John, what were we thinking? <laughs> it's pretty sweet because it's basically like it's it's a little bit different because um, like the Super Nintendo one that David mentioned is kind of like Final Fight with Batman, and this is more like Double Dragon with Batman. Like, it's basically Double Dragon, but you're Batman. <laughs> I was going to say, hold on, John. <laughs> Distinguish those two things. <laughs> well, Final Fight is not on NES. <laughs> My so Mighty Final <laughs> Fight is. Oh. <sighs> they're, I okay. mean, really, well, they're, I... they're completely different. In Batman Returns, for the Super Nintendo, you can pick up and use a pipe, like Final Fight. Whereas Batman Returns right. for the NAS, you pick up and use a baseball bat, like Double Dragon. They're totally different games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would Very love different games. Batman hitting people with a bat would be just fantastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would play the shit out of that yeah. and watch the shit out of that. Exactly. Bat-Batman. You know. <laughs> God, that'd be a good game. But is game. it like a normal bat, or is it a bat-bat? 
Oh, see, yeah, it would have to say Bat Bat. <laughs> have to be in the cave, labeled. Has little like <laughs> wings on the end of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they, like they like shink out of it, you know? Oh, like, yeah, because like when you throw the bat in Double Dragon, it like shinks out fucking you know batarang wings. It'd be pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, I like would a- just love to see Val Kilmer pull out a baseball bat, and so he's like, "You here to play a little ball?" And he's like, "Yes." Or sound. He says something. Batter up. Shink. Little bat wings pop out. Why didn't you go with That's... the actual Batman that was in this movie, man? Why didn't you say Michael Keaton? He's the superior Cause Batman. Because it's, it's way funnier <laughs> to say Val Kilmer. Yeah, man. I actually really like the idea of Val Kilmer Batman, like, pulling out a bat. It's like, oh, you ready to play some baseball? Yes. And then he just starts wailing on people. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> no pun. <Yep. laughs> God, we gotta fire those writers. <laughs> Got all those fucking ice puns, and you couldn't even think of one thing involving Batman using a bat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, you know, uh, David played the beat-em-up version of this. Jesse, did you play the uh, play any of the Batman uh NES games or Batman? Any of the versions of Batman Returns? Um, not of Returns. No, I, I played the the original the S, uh, Sunsoft one. Yeah, and I played uh, Return of the Joker on Genesis. Right. Um, now Batman Forever. That game is fucking horseshit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I didn't know. Yeah, because you, you can't figure out how to use your fucking grappling hook, and you're stuck in the first level forever. And Damn. then once you do find out how to do it, you have to hook it on like a part of the stage just right, or you're not going anywhere. And it's just, it's just so such a bad game. It's probably one of the shittiest games I've ever played. It's like E.T. but Batman. Wow! Oh, no, ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> Um, you just constantly falling in holes. FBI agents <laughs> no, you're just tracking stuck you down in all the time. One of the hole. <laughs> oh fuck! Sounds great, man. I th- you know, yeah, might have to play that at some point. Batman Forever for a while there, in my foolish youth, was my favorite Batman movie. So uh, yeah, I, I should. I owe it to myself to try that shitty, shitty game. Um, shit. Yeah, do I we- remember Batman Forever the movie coming out? I remember running the Super Nintendo one with my friend and going to play it and just being like, "This sucks." <laughs> like this. <laughs> Like, wow. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Can, can we go back to the idea of E.T. but with Batman and just imagine a movie where the government is trying to kidnap Batman because he keeps recruiting Robins by giving them Reese's Pieces? Oh, God, that's uh, that's got a weird undercurrent to it, but yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gets weird when he it's pulls- Batman luring kids, not a friendly alien. <laughs> so, yeah, Elliot like- keeps Batman in the garage or whatever? <laughs> That's, Instead, the, that's the Batcave. He, <laughs> he changed the Batmobile for a windowless white van. <laughs> no, John, and then, no! And then, and then Batman dresses up like Yoda for Halloween. Yes, perfect. Um, but he still has the... He's got two sets of ears. The sideways ears and then the pointy bat ears. Oh, God, I love it. Yeah, Batman dressing up for Halloween. That's actually... You know, we could pitch on that for years. But no, uh, you know, seriously, what's the deal with... Like, Batman Returns, I know you, this, was, this was back in the heyday of having to make a movie tie-in game, but, like, was Batman Returns really the kind of movie you needed a tie-in game to? Like, who's your final boss? Is it fucking Christopher Walken? Is it Danny DeVito? No. Is it the, is it Catwoman? No. Hmm? No, it's, it's penguin. the Penguin. 
He's not that menacing. I mean, what happened to him in no. the movie? Didn't he just get killed by his own penguins or something? I, you know, I can't. Uh, I actually don't recall the end of Batman Returns. <laughs> I don't remember the end either. Actually, I remember. <laughs> I remember his. I remember his death, where they're like putting him into the boat and like pushing him into the river like a funeral it's thing. Kind of but sad. I don't remember yeah. how he got to that point. Yeah, that's actually one of my earliest like. I shouldn't have watched that, like, disturbing movie memories, like, penguin bleeding, like, blue blood and being pushed into the water by the penguins, and then, like, you know, it's just his corpse floating there. I'm like, you know, six, and looking at that, I'm like, Jesus Christ! You know, what is this? Like, this like, is utterly disturbing! <laughs> like, okay, Penguin, it's himself, he's an, he's a pretty good villain, but he's not like the best like he's good if you're doing like mobster stuff or or like political stuff like like in the 66 batman when he runs for mayor that's some fucking great penguin shit yeah and that's like, in batman returns too i like that but it's he's not a physical match for anyone <laughs> yeah like Just. he's got henchmen and stuff but fucking you don't want to see him like you know fight the bat you know, a whole, whole lot. It's like, yeah, he's got the fun umbrellas and shit, but yeah. he's just not, he's just not like a top tier villain, you know? <laughs> the final boss fight for this should be the penguin, like, shooting at you with an umbrella and then, like, you know, jams or something and he runs off and you have to do a little platforming or something and get to him and then he's got a new umbrella with a new gadget that fucks you up. So it's just like, you know, uh, heightening and heightening of what the umbrellas are doing. Like, <laughs> first one, like, shoots a little knockout gas or something. Next one, it's, you know, fucking a flamethrower or something uh, then he's like helicoptering around on the umbrella and then eventually it's just a gun like <laughs> you know, it just be it's like a five phase boss fight all umbrellas. but every phase is just a different color umbrella <laughs> yeah, god damn it okay. bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah, be pretty good uh, but yeah I don't know it's just it's it's funny to me the, you know, the thought of adapting this and really I mean adapting the first Batman like the Joker's not really a match for Batman either so like it, you know, maybe it's just a Burton problem where they just couldn't, uh, they had no way to have a villain make sense for, like, a, a face-off with Batman. Like, you know, Joker fucking accidentally offs himself, uh, you know, Penguin is done in by whatever, Catwoman gets away, spoilers, at least, sorry. At, at least Joker's crazy enough to go, like, fisticuffs with Batman. Right. He can, he can take some punches and he's got crazy stuff up his sleeve. But That's true. Penguin is just saying, nya, 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 you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a reason, like, I think in Arkham Asylum or maybe Arkham City, whenever you're facing off with the Penguin, it's like, you know, it's just a series of uh, obstacles, and then once you finally get to him, you just, like, sock him in the face, and you get, like, you know, it's like, yep, that's mission's complete. <laughs> like, there is no fight. The fight is all the puzzles to get to him. If you face him, like, he, he's done. So, you, you know, I like the Penguin, don't get me wrong. But it's yeah, just I do think, too. thinking about adapting this for the <laughs> NES, it's like, how could they possibly put a penguin fight in the NES? Like, he's, you know, is it Chill Penguin from Mega Man X? Does he slide back and forth? Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, all right, we've got our NES Batman game, and we've got our final boss, Calendar Man. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, God, see, they, you know, they should What about just... the dude who cuts himself? That would be way better. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Zaz would have translated fantastically to fucking, uh, to the NES. He's just... 8-bit pixel graphics. Yeah. He's just that dude from Double Dragon with the knife that runs at you? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, Batman Returns, uh, you know, cool movie. Uh, you know, I can talk for, you know, hours about that movie. Maybe we'll watch it someday. Hmm? 
Um, but uh, in yeah. terms in terms of the game, uh, guys, you know, any uh, any final thoughts? I think uh, from my research on the game, it is pretty faithful to the movie. Like it covers the whole movie, and they did a pretty good job with keeping the art kind of dark and and looking similar to the movie. I'll give it like you know, it's it's pretty faithful. Give it up to that Burton art direction. It you know I don't know it works for uh, for a game to an extent. I get I want a little bit of color in my games, but uh, yeah I don't know. The, the Burton style is uh, it's pretty cool. I'd say that's pretty. Uh, it makes a pretty cool like you know, pastiche for making NES graphics out of it. Like a little dark, a little bit of neon, uh, you know, splashes of color here and there. I think it's a uh, yeah, yeah, good call. But anyway, um, yeah, Batman Returns. What a game. Uh, you know, Batman Returns for the NES. Fucking uh, you know, who knows what a ga- what kind of game. But uh, anyway, Johnny, I think it's time to uh, to keep it going to the next one. Game two.
All right, guys, a little bit of trivia for you. This movie game made the bold choice of starting the game at, at over halfway through the movie that it's based on. some bops yeah and a nice slap bass going on mm-hmm love it man yeah who's feeling great you both are too excited for this it makes me worried <laughs> <laughs> let's see I can't quite read David's David says cliffhanger awesome incorrect awesome choice god I, yeah is there a cliffhanger game if there's if there is i should have played is. it by now there fuck is. i really should have played that by now <laughs> and jesse says batman genesis oh man tough call john i don't know what do you think uh, i'm i'm gonna say uh, man I, i'm not comfortable making this call john i think we gotta give it i, I don't know man i think it's a wash nobody got it right Nobody, nobody got it right. Sorry, guys. This is guys. Batman. This is Batman Returns for Sega Genesis. <laughs> How many different versions of Batman Returns are there? Six. Now hold on. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Wait, now Johnny, tell me. <laughs> yeah, I signed off on a lot of the things that you came with ideas for. Uh, you know, for August Absurdity. Uh, you know, a little peek behind the curtains. I, you know, I've been having a busy week at work, but, you know, kind of stressful uh, week on you know, personal fronts. Uh, so I, I let Johnny do a lot of the selections here, and he he didn't really run this by me. Uh, you didn't fill the entire show with Batman Returns ports, did you, John? Because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now, and I think you could have pulled it off. There was one... <laughs> There was, uh, yeah, several versions. It's Game Gear, Master System, Genesis, C Sega CD, SNES. Atari we used Lynx. Yeah. Oh, the Atari Lynx. Of course. Jack. Yeah. Uh, so, I hang on. What's more absurd than a show where every game is Batman Returns? <laughs> uh, 
you know? Well, the problem is you just spoiled it. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the thing. Kind of tipped your hand on the rest of the show, if that's the case. Yeah, I, I like the inspiration. You know, we, uh, we got all worked up last week because... Uh, you know, we used uh, like a different version of an existing game that had been used on the show to uh, too much contention. It literally broke Jesse for uh, for this matchup. Um, so I like where your headset, John, and I like that you included two great Batman Returns soundtracks. Uh, you know, I forgot to shout out the first uh, first NES version composer uh, Takashi Tataishi, uh, my man, and uh, you know then the composer on this Genesis one, uh, you know Paul Gadbois. Not really my man, but a, a great bopping soundtrack, so it might become one of my men. Um, but Johnny, I don't know if we could do a whole show of Batman Returns. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> that um, you didn't really run that by me, Johnny. You, you kind of mentioned you thought about doing one version, like and then or like t- you know two versions, like a, a little throwback to last week's uh, you know ridiculousness. I don't know if we can do you know five versions of Batman Returns. <laughs> Well, well, it was really well, four. Well, actually, no, it'd it be four. Request. Four and a request. And the request was not Batman yeah. Returns. Spoilers! No one requested <laughs> Batman Returns this week. <laughs> so I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Dell to request Batman Returns for the Atari Lynx. Right. You know, or, uh, my mind is really just wondering, how did John key in on Batman Returns? Like, all right, we got to think of games that both Jesse and David will like. Five versions of Batman Returns. <laughs> I, yeah, like, you know, I got nothing in the barrel. It's. Uh, I want to yeah. know because you say this game starts like at the halfway point of the movie. So like, does the game start at the Penguins rally running for mayor? I was gonna say. Oh, it, I was waiting to see if you would get it right as to what the like opening event of this game is. <laughs> the game opens with Penguin killing the Ice Princess. Elsa. Which, okay. Which happens at the 79-minute mark of a 126-minute movie. <laughs> so about 62% of the way through the movie. Yeah, bold choice. <laughs> like, the first half of that movie, pointless. Can't adapt it. No one needs to know. <laughs> you don't need it. Mm-mm. All that shit about Who's this cat person? Eh, it doesn't matter. No, don't sweat it. People who have seen the movie by now, they know about the penguin's parentage, and they know who Catwoman is. Let's just get to the action. Yeah, you know, uh, got to figure out ways to, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, wh- why start the game there? Like, thinking about the movie, like, does anything come of them like framing Batman for that? Like, they frame Batman for that murder. Like, I know Batman's always a vigilante in like the Nolan ones, but like, does anything really come of that? Like, does he fuck? Does, do the cops fight him at some point? I feel like that whole movie is just him fighting clowns. Yeah, like I don't think that really play. I haven't, I haven't seen Batman Returns in a long, long time slash ever. But whoa, now from- we're really getting deep, John. I'm sorry. You picked Batman Returns, <laughs> multiple versions of Batman Returns for this episode. And you haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> what's the issue here? That it's. A- I mean, he chooses he chooses games he doesn't play. Obviously, he's gonna choose a game he doesn't play based off a movie he hasn't seen. Oh, no, I have played this game. Hold on. What? When I was when I was a kid, that's I why I didn't need to see the Returns. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Returns for Sega Genesis at, at the rental store, and I was so excited about just like a Batman game. Like I rented it, and it wasn't very good, and I was very confused. And I feel like maybe if I had seen the movie, it would have made a lot more sense. Right. Um, yeah. Who would have thought that a Genesis adaptation of a popular film wouldn't really live up to the film? 
<laughs> Unbelievable. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I don't know, John. This, I, you know, I feel like we gotta, uh, you know, we gotta reset here. We, you know, I don't think we can do this to the guys. Uh, you know, Jesse is like, he's stone-faced fuming right now. Uh, he wasn't ready for this. Um, shit, man. We gotta, we gotta rectify this. Uh, you know, it, it sucks. I really didn't want to have to do any work for this episode, but. Um, I, I can throw some throw some different music in the drive. Uh, so you know, Johnny admitted how many other Batman Return soundtracks did you have? Uh, well, I had I had the four plus a bonus just in case, so I had five total. <laughs> bonus was the uh, Spencer Nielsen Sega CD version. No, it was gonna be the Atari Lynx version. God, the fucking <laughs> the Lynx again! <laughs> what is it with you and the Lynx, John? We've <laughs> never used it on the show. I'm uh, so that excited actually, to add a new console. Why the fuck did we start with the Lynx then? We could have actually scratched one off the list. Like, you know, David would have said Batman Returns for the NES. Be like, wrong, motherfucker! No, it's Batman <laughs> Returns for the Atari Lynx, a completely different game. We could have really scratched one off, man, but no, no, no. It's uh, that's all right. It's, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, fucking a. Okay. Um. Well, there's. So we got to get the show back on track. Uh. So Jenny, uh, if there's nothing else on any version of Batman Returns, you need to apologize. Don't apologize. You know, but the guys, <laughs> they, they do seem testy. Um. So yeah. You said I don't know, we're testy. Gonna, we're gonna find a way to make this right. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Johnny, move on to the fan request, and then uh, yeah, I'll dig through my uh, dig through my crates, and we'll uh, we'll get something else up here. All right, sounds good. Fuck yeah. Game three.
All right, fellas. So this is our fan request for the evening. Uh, this one came to us via our Discord from uh, Tyler Tedesco, Patreon super fan Tyler Tedesco. Thank you very much, Tyler, for the request. Uh, so Famitsu's guidebook for this game holds a development history section that lists the entire redesign process. Early ideas consisted of a Mickey Mouse-esque version of the character, a outfit with overalls, and many many different styles of ears. You guys are feeling good about that one because i am that that music just put me in a great mood that's what it's here for to lift those spirits all right jesse says klonoa 2 david says tales of symphonia dawn of the new world jesse is correct this is klonoa 2 luna is veiled for playstation 2 He's on the board, folks. Should have thought of that because of the ears. All about the ears, baby. <laughs> Many styles of ears, let me tell you. I didn't really look through the guidebook, but you know, I've been assured they really were thinking about those ears. <laughs> yeah. 
Like uh, like that old man on Facebook thinking about those beans. They were thinking about those ears. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a that's a really obscure internet reference for anybody keeping track. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting here thinking I was like I I missed that meme. Oh, you you missed thinking dude. about those beans. <laughs> old dude on Facebook just posted like the Bush's Beans Facebook page, thinking about those beans. Like, it's that, one of my favorite it. memes ever. I'm gonna crack up because yeah, it's just some old dude who wrote onto the Bush's Facebook page. I'm I'm no apostrophe spelled with a semicolon. Thinking about those T O H S beans. <laughs> just like, fuck yeah, Cliff. <laughs> like, that's what's up. <laughs> Thinking about those beans. Oh, die Johnny Takeover. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about those beans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, David, Jesse, have you guys played this game? <laughs> uh, I've not played Klonoa 2, no. You Not guys ever thought about those beans? <laughs> those ears, yeah. John. That's, uh, just thinking about those ears, that was what I was trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, there's a scene in, uh, in Tommy where um, I think it's Anne Margaret's in that movie. And she throws a wine bottle through a TV and like bubbles start coming out. But then, after the bubbles come out, uh, baked beans start coming out. And really? she's like rubbing baked beans on herself. It's actually kind of like hot and confusing. It's it's great. She's thinking about could, those beans. Just look up, just look up Tommy and beans, and I think you'll find the clip. It's pretty pretty intense. That's the problem. I, you know, I only just look up beans. I don't look up to, you know anything else and beans. I always just Google beans when I'm thinking about those beans. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Damn it, I shouldn't have said it again. If I say the words those beans, I start cracking up, man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh. Okay, Klonoa, two. Lunatia's is veil. Um... I'm I'm a little curious how there's a Klonoa 2. Um, not that the first game wasn't enjoyable, it's incredibly enjoyable, and I highly recommend everyone play it, but um, for reasons that I can't really discuss for spoilers, like the the end of that game is I don't know how you'd make a sequel. <laughs> Klonoa 2, Return of Grandpa. <laughs> He's thinking about them beans. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Klonoa, could you go get me some of them beans? Klonoa's uh, talking to the Bush's beans ads. <laughs> yeah. Game opens. Klonoa says, roll that beautiful bean footage. And then <laughs> the, the grandpa, grandpa comes back to life and he's like, Klonoa, I've been thinking about those beans. And then, uh, yeah, then you have a sequel. It's a great game. I, you know, I don't know what everybody's so confused about. Because uh, David didn't want to do spoilers for a game from 2001. Um... Or rather, spoilers from the predecessor of the game from 2001. Klonoa came out before that. Uh, you know, David, give a nice spoiler alert and tell us why there shouldn't be a sequel to Klonoa. They all died. <laughs> Was it like, like some Game of Thrones uh, it's, shit? It's such, <laughs> no, it's such a like it's uh, it's such a good game. Act it out. And if you if you have any interest at all, I highly recommend not listening to the spoiler part and actually playing it because it is a very touching, sweet story. You've been it warned! Anyhow, spoilers for the game. Spoilers. 
So the entire time, um, Klonoa, like, has this friendship with this spirit named Hupo, and, like, they're real good friends and everything, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the game, after you stop the nightmare and save the world and everything, you, like, Klonoa and Hupo are just, like, hanging out, talking about, like, what should we do today? This'll be fun. And then Hupo is basically saying, like, well, the thing is, I can't stay. I have to leave. You're not real. This is a dream world. And then there's, like, a rip in the fabric of reality and Hupo gets sucked into it and Klonoa tries to stop him and it's heartbreaking and sad and whatnot but that's how the game ends like but so like Klonoa's world it's a dream world it it kind of ends so like how did they make a sequel I mean if it's a dream world just dream another dream baby that's Freddy Krueger yeah oh that's it oh man Klonoa cross Freddy that must be it <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking about those beans, bitch. <laughs> bitch! <laughs> now I'm dead! <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look at I do want to play Klonoa. I do, I do want to play Klonoa too, because I really enjoyed the first game. Um, no, I'm not thinking about those beans, Jesse. Oh, bitch! <laughs> But it had a really fun, like, gameplay hook where you would kind of reach out and grab enemies and then you could use them as a projectile. <laughs> the and that includes throw And that includes throwing them down so it gave you like a double jump. Um, so it was a really fun game. Um, I, I just didn't know they made a sequel. Yeah, I mean, didn't they, uh, they at least made like a sequel report for the Game Boy Advance. I believe we've used that one before. But yeah, maybe not a full-fledged sequel like this. But yeah, I mean, you know, if it's... Yeah, I remember using that one because it was like a puzzle platformer. Word. But, like, you know, again, if it's a dream world, just dream a different dream. Like, Klonoa woke up from that world after it was destroyed. Or maybe, maybe like, the you know, the dream was collapsing in on itself, and Klonoa had to inception himself. And so, you know, they had to go deeper, man. They had, you know, they had to go into someone else's dream. And so this is just, you know, this is like the, the shadow version of, like, the first game. And, you know, it's a, it's a new dream. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I haven't played the Kanoa games, but I'm just saying. It could be a, could be an Inception thing. He's thinking about them dreams. So <laughs> thinking about going deeper into those dreams. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, God, I was expecting to get off on those beans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I want to play him, play these games uh, based on David's recommendations and also just you know, having a colorful, like, animal kind of platforming kind of situation. Like, that, you know, that's something that, you know, th th I guess they, it, they do it still a little bit here and there. But like, yeah, bring this back. Like, where's Klonoa? Do, do they need to decide? Do they need to pick a fucking lane? Is it a cat or is it a rabbit or are they just going to stick with Cabot? I think they should stick with Cabot and, like, I mean... Isn't that a kind of cheese? Uh, it is. I was going to say, what the hell is, extra, you know... Klonoa extra sharp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you look at, like, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank, like, what is he? Like, uh, you can Fox. have... I don't think he is. Uh, I just had big ears. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I mean... Like, there, there is a precedence for, like, non-realistic animals as video game character. Don't so say Dust it. and Elysian Tale to me, David. 
that's not at all what I was going to say. I'm just but... with you, man. That's... Okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember what the animal from that was, so I assumed it was an amalgamation of many, uh, like, ninja-based mammals. Um, but no, I, honestly, I think, you know, it, it's, a, it's a good way to, you know, create a character, quite frankly. Like, it's, is it a cat? Is it a rabbit? Don't worry about it. It's a cabot. You know, is it a banjo? Is it a kazooie? Don't worry about it. It's a banzooie. Like, it's a bear and a bird. They're very upfront about the whole situation. Yeah, but I'm just saying, combine them. Like, instead of having a bear with a backpack containing a bird and all the very odd questions that brings up, smush them together. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't we don't want to have, like, odd questions about a bird hanging out in a backpack that a bear's wearing, so let's just genetically modify them into one chimera with two heads. Bingo. Yeah, or it's a you know a cool bear. It's a bear with a beak, and wings with claws, and like a puka shell necklace. I, I don't see what the issue is. Uh, you know, it's a bear that shits eggs. Like just combine the two things together. Like you know, it, it's like Yuka and Lily. Like oh, it's a bat and an iguana. Just you know, make it a, a bat guana. <laughs> like. No, mm, no, I don't think that, that works. Why do you think that works? <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm hearing it now. That might be a bad idea. But but what I'm saying is, you know, you the possibilities are endless if you actually just start, you know, kind of weirdly smushing the animals together. So you know, uh, you know, next company out there that wants to make some new fun animal-based platforming game, take a page from the Klonoa series. Or take cat two dog. animals that are yeah, exactly. Oh God, don't make a cat dog game. That's the. Kill it. See, that's the worst idea, because, you know, the, the existence of cat-dog implies How do they that... poop? That's the thing. Somewhere, yeah. there's a creature that's just two asses. And I can't have that, man. You know, cat-dog... You know, the president! <laughs> God, man, cat-dog is not my tempo. That's, oh, God, no thank you. No cat-dog games. Um, but yeah, you know... <laughs> I guess how do you combine the word cat? I was going to say, don't make a game based on the Nicktoon cat dog, but make a game in which a cat and a dog are one creature, like Klonoa. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, no, that just, you still get cat dog, you can't really combine those. Crap. But, I don't know, David could draw it up. I'm sure sure we can figure out how to combine most animals to make a fun platforming game. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Fun, colorful platforming game with uh, confusing animals. What's the problem? Make it happen. I'll call up Namco, yes. and we'll do this. Yeah, exactly. They're down. <laughs> They've let the Klonoa series uh, go dormant. They're they're ready for a new animal combo, right? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Jeff. That was me. That was me. Like waiting for one of you to say something as I pulled up the Wikipedia page to see when the last Klonoa game was, and sure enough, it was in two thousand eight. So. I was going to say, I think it was the Wii remake of the first one. It was indeed. Spoilers, that's the next game we're featuring on the show. We do remakes now. Um, no, in actuality, we're moving on to a different game. Uh, you know, thank Batman. you, Tyler. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for the fantastic request. Uh, you know, uh, David, Jesse, Johnny, any final thoughts on uh, Klonoa or uh, two animals you'd like to see smushed together to make a platforming game? I would like to see another Klonoa game. I just wanted to get that in before Johnny came up with something incredibly horrible. Too late. I, I would like to see a rat and a pigeon. That's that's what I want to see. <laughs> Smushed together or sewn together. 
sewn together. <laughs> Terrible mechanics in this game. <laughs> uh, Jesse, uh, you know any uh, any two animals you'd like to see uh, smushed? Um, a human and a walrus, and they made a movie called Tusk. <laughs> God, I don't want the mo- I don't want a you know game adaptation of that. Like, you know, we're closing the book on movie adaptations tonight. We're not doing Tusk the game. Uh, I'm sure Kevin Smith would love to make a game, but whatever. Yeah, uh, sure. There's like a River City Ransom type beat 'em up that takes place in a mall. Looks pretty oh. cool. Shit, that actually sounds kind of fun. Anyway, Klonoa's dope. Uh, and Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game four.
All right, fellas. So, uh, this fucking game. Uh, so, during the development of this game, the staff that worked on the first game in the series had absolutely nothing to do with this sequel, which was released only in North America. How you guys feeling? Not very good. Um, would it help if I, uh, I don't yes. know, give you the, Jap the Japanese title of this game? Maybe that'll help. You said it was only. I thought it wasn't released. Yeah, I know. It uh, it, it was going to be released in Japan, and they didn't. Oh. So it's, it's really useless information is what I'm trying to tell you now. <laughs> sure, go for it. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, before this game was scrapped in Japan, it was called Cho Wakusei Senki Metafight. It's not meant to be helpful, guys. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> so, who's thinking about those beans? Anybody that writes those beans gets a point. You know that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. David says, Weapon Lord, sadly, not those beans. And Jesse says, Those beans. However, he put an E on it. That's not the way you spell those beans. There's oh, no E on, on those beans. He's sadly incorrect. No, guys, this 
is a fantastic sequel for the Sega Genesis. Of course, by that sound, you know that. This is Blaster Master 2. That's... oh... Huh. Yeah, right? I did not know this existed. <laughs> now I <recognize laughs> that, that last song was in my brain for some reason. And that Sounds song. a little familiar, huh? Yeah, sorry, guys. Damn it. I just literally got a text from my wife from the back of the house that said, Close your door. <laughs> Fine! <laughs> I guess I'm yelling. <laughs> <sighs> got me all hot thinking about those beans and Blaster Master 2. Um, a fantastic That's what happens when you have those beans. <laughs> so, yeah, I get hot with the beans, man. <laughs> Become the Blaster Master. God. The toilet. Oh, Johnny, where's the sound? You should have played it for yourself for that. <laughs> mm, do not. Do not disparage those beans with poop jokes, John. <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> he was those beans, those beans, the wonderful fruit. <laughs> he was thinking about those beans. He was not thinking about farting or pooping, John. <laughs> anyway. Talking about Master Bl Blaster Master Two, <laughs> uh, Blaster Master Two colon the Master of Blaster um, for the Peter Genesis. North? The oh, yes, that's, that's the one I mean. Ooh, no, <laughs> um, it, it's the game we all played, right? Like the I game did. that David <laughs> literally knew existed. <laughs> yeah, see, when I said I didn't know this existed. That doesn't mean I never played it. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, David's such a big Blaster Master fan. I assume he just played this and then, like, entered a fugue state and forgot that you forgot that the game existed. But you have, like, vague muscle memory things associated with playing a Genesis version of Blaster Master. Like, yeah, at Dr. Glos's office, we all played it. Whoa, John. I am really tired of these. I am so, so tired of these hyper-specific St. Augustine references. Especially because, if my memory serves... You know, I'm sorry for everybody that listens to this podcast that didn't grow up with goddamn St. Augustine. Dr. Glenos is the, uh, the fucking orthodontist there. It's where we all got our braces. David didn't have braces. David didn't have braces. No, that was the thing. I actually had a different orthodontist. Did you have braces? <laughs> No. David needs braces. That's a... Uh, Metal plan. You know. Yeah, exactly. See, see I just remember being so upset because in our, in our yearbooks, like, they would always get every student who was, like, one of Dr. Glennis's patients to come and they take, like, a picture of everything. I never got to leave class because I was not one of his patients. I didn't go to that shit. <laughs> like, I don't remember that. Nope. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not fucking promoting your goddamn place. <laughs> I don't want to have braces. <laughs> He had a Halloween party where you could bring your candy in or something, and I—I I mean, I also never did that. Like, I was gonna eat the damn candy. Hey, fucking creepy weirdo! Like, I don't want to go to your <laughs> office on Halloween, you fucking orthodontist. Like, you out of your mind? Anyway, John, again, <laughs> we yo <laughs> moratorium on hyper-specific St. Augustine references, please. <laughs> Because um, we're talking about Blaster Master 2, the sequel everybody knows, my man, you know, it, it takes place... God, no St. Augustine references, no Batman movie games, like, we are laying down the law on this episode. That's, that's what happened, you know, David... We're not uh, saying no Batman movie games, we're saying no five Batman movie games. Right, exactly. <laughs> Batman Returns could come up next week, but you know, just not tonight again. 
And preferably not next well, week. Well, I mean, now it's not coming up next yeah, week. Don't let because if you guys pick Batman Returns for the Atari Lynx <laughs> and Johnny gets it right because he spent apparently all week only picking Batman Returns, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be a little pissed because I didn't <laughs> listen to it. So you know, I'm, I'm getting mad in advance. Let's not let's not do that. Let's talk about Blaster Master Two, the game that takes place four years after the first Blaster Master. I mean, you know. We all love Blaster Master. It's a it's a game we all played back when it came out, right? Yeah, the game was awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I... The only thing I want to know is, four years later, did he rescue his frog? Yeah, that's a good question. It, it just kind of says uh, it takes place four years after his encounter, and uh, you know, his only reminder of the incident is uh, Sophia, the vehicle he used to you know escape the encounter. <laughs> Uh, so maybe the frog died? I mean, you know, what is the status of the frog? It's not really here in this description. It's, it's really unfortunate. Well, that was all in the first one. You know, as far, yeah. as far as reminders of things you've done in the past, owning a tank <laughs> is a pretty big one. A tank with a name. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I have no... Me- oh, that thing that happened. Oh, my memories of it are fleeting. Except for this giant goddamn tank <laughs> right. in my front yeah. yard. God, why that. did I tie this... Why did I tie the string around this tank again? It was definitely to remind me of something. Uh, hey, remember that nothing. wild, sh- remember that wild shit that you know that I did uh, with Sophia? Are oh, you talking about like the girl you lost your virginity to? No, I'm talking about my goddamn tank. Is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know the fucking Blaster Master lore, and clearly it's very important for Blaster Master Two. I mean, you know, because it, it actually is in the timeline of the first Blaster Master. It takes years, it takes place four years later, and um, you know, you got to collect the parts of Sophia and go on a new adventure. You're still playing as Jason. No sign of the frog. Yeah, because um, yeah, even like Control Fing Frog on this page, it just says like. You know, he's the character that accidentally discovered Sophia while trying to retrieve his pet frog. It's like, tell me about the frog. Is the frog okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're here for the frog, goddammit. Uh, yeah. The frog's name is Fred. Yeah. The tank didn't even need a name. The frog needed a name. But, I don't know. Uh, th- you know, this game looks uh, acceptable. It seems like a game that no one played. <laughs> like it's it, it's so it's it's Blaster Master on Sega, so like it's uh, it's got some good color, but like I don't know. Yeah, you know, obviously I didn't play it, and from the things I've seen of it, it seems like uh, like the side-scrolling parts with the tank, like the tank's too big. Uh, you know, part of what I remember about like playing Blaster Master is like the world feeling like it was too big. This one, it feels like the world's too small, like the screen's too small, the tank's too big. So, you know, I don't know what to make of it. I'm glad they eventually righted the ship on the Blaster Master series with the, uh, you know, Blaster Master Zero and sequel there. But, uh, yeah, this one, it looks like they just, you know, uh, I, was, I, was, I was speaking of the trivia. This has apparently nothing to do with the original team that made the game. They hired software creations to make the game. And, uh, you know, I'm like, why the fuck, if you're going to make a sequel, like, if Sega's going to, like, pitch hard on a sequel to get, you know, an exclusive for their Sega Genesis, why wouldn't you get it made by fucking, like, you know, the Sunsoft studio or whoever made the first game? Like, why outsource it to some, you know, fucking British guys that, uh, you know, to my knowledge, I mean, I I feel like I I know the name Software Creations. It's like where, like, David Wise got to start doing video game music and stuff like that, but it's like, are they known for anything particularly good? 
Like, uh, Solstice, Silver Surfer. Thank you, John. You're proving my point. Keep reading. Oh, <laughs> uh, see here. Wolverine for NES. Tom and Jerry and Tuffy for NES. Yeah. Uh-huh. Treasure Master. You're really proving my point here. They shouldn't have Spider- fucking called these men. <laughs> what a good soundtrack game. Great soundtracks. Yeah. David Wise soundtracks. Tim Fallon soundtracks. Fantastic. But, uh, you know, fuck. Am I wrong about that, uh, that David Wise thing? Yeah, I think I am. I'm mistaken then. God, what a fool I've been. Uh, I'm going to edit that, that part out where I got that wrong. It's where Tim Fallon got to start. David Wise was involved in software creations. He was a rare man. God, what a... God, what a fool I've been. Oh, it's going to be so weird to listen to the edited version of like, yeah, that's where Tim Fallon got his start. Fuck David Perhaps Wise. Like, yeah. Who was talking about David Wise? In the lake of reincarnation. Uh, fuck yeah, Jesse. Jesse, I could use a dip in that lake. This is ridiculous. Uh, Blaster Master Two, eh, whatever. It's uh, you know, it's really, it's a game that I don't think anyone played. Because I mean, seriously, like, it, it, if it if it were, one of you guys would remember it, right? Like, I mean, I played it, but it's very forgettable. Like, it's, it, like I, I, I don't even want to say it's just more Blaster Master, because like, apart from being in the same tank. And it looking 16-bit, it just, it it played just, like, janky. Like, it didn't right. feel right. Um, yeah. It just, it didn't, it wasn't Blaster Master. It was just like, it's like <laughs> someone gave you a car, and it had a boat motor inside of it. That makes sense. I feel <laughs> that. that be great? Is the car amphibious? No, no, it's like a... Oh, obviously <laughs> not, John. It's like a <laughs> oh. like a Ford F-150, and you lift the hood, and it's just like a boat engine in there. Yeah, it's, it's an not outboard like, motor in there. Yeah, it's an outboard motor, and it's not yeah. even hooked up to anything. It's just in yeah. there. And just an Evan Rude, just sitting there, not attached to anything. It just chops up your fucking you know, fuel lines and shit. It's all fucked up, John. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that's by a semester two, all right. No, I mean, you know... Uh, I, I can't even say great soundtrack. Honestly, it's a it's a very tinny Genesis soundtrack. They they did what they can. The you know shout out to the composer Tony Williams. But uh, man, if they had just if they had just given this to Sunsoft, you know Kodaka-san would have been like, I can make this sing. Uh, you know, I got you. I got your Blaster Master soundtrack right here. He didn't have to go deep into his ass. It was right there. He just pulled it right out. It's like wow. I had, you know, I had a second game's worth of Blaster Master music all lined up, but anyway, or also, you know, and fuck, I'm glossing over that. So, you know, it's uh, done by Software Creations and published by Sunsoft, uh, you know, and composer Tony Williams. It's a Software Creations game. How did we not get a Tim Fallon Blaster Master soundtrack for the Genesis? What the fuck, man? What was Tim working on? Like, <laughs> oh! Oh, man. The, yeah, they really that would have been amazing. Now. They did. I mean, seriously, uh, that was the obvious answer. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, actually, in, in fairness, if I'm looking at this correctly, you know, 1993, there were a few a uh, few software creations games. Good chance Tim Fallon's working on Plock. So, good on him for that. Uh, not so good on him for also being working on Equinox. This uh, this show has a long history saying fuck Equinox. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, I guess if Tim had to pass off the Blaster Master 2 soundtrack so he could get Plock out there, that's cool. But I kind of feel like he should have taken it all on. Yeah, fucking A. Tim Fallon, legend. Blaster Master 2, not so much of a legend. Trash. Um, Yes, sadly. You know, trash that, uh, 
you know, frankly, it was better left in the underground nuclear wasteland. Uh, so, you know, somebody give me a goddamn update on that frog. And uh, let's just let's keep going to the next game. <laughs> game 5.
All right, guys. So, this game. They decided to get rid of the multiplayer element so they could focus on the fantastic single-player story. And this story, man, it's got multiple elements that draw parallels with the first Star Wars movie. It's unclear if those parallels are intentional or not. Who's feeling great? I have an answer, but I know I'm wrong. Sorry, guys. I made this one tough. I bet you guys wish you were doing the All Batman Returns show now, huh? <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, David says PNO3, sadly incorrect. Jesse says Bean Wars, also sadly incorrect, but I like the I like where his head's at. Now, this uh, this is another odd sequel in the uh, in the canon. This is Bomberman Hero for the Nintendo 64. Oh man, I thought it was an N64 oh. soundtrack. I just had no idea. It sounds pretty good for Nintendo 64 soundtrack. I feel like they they knew that Nintendo 64 you know, <laughs> couldn't necessarily make the best music so they went for the intentionally lo-fi sound. Right? Like, that's a pretty smart idea. Reminds I mean, me of I think. Tetrasphere. Yeah, it sounded really fucking good, didn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. just some good 90s D&B music. Like, Dave and Busters? Yeah. Yes. 90s Dave and Busters. 
Um, now this was the one that they really kind of took away a lot of the classic barman elements and just it's like a platformer for most of it I think uh, yeah took away a lot of the classic elements as in it's not multiplayer like <laughs> I was just about to say like took away a lot of classic elements like playing with more than one person yeah, yeah truly a bizarre choice <laughs> like I was like in the lead up to this I'm like Bomberman Hero's a good pick like yeah wait did I fucking play Bomberman Hero and then it's like it's a one player only game like no, I didn't play Bomberman Hero. Of course not. Like all of my memories of Bomberman are, are uh, you know, multiplayer. So, you know. I mean, most of my memories of Nintendo sixty four in general are multiplayer, right? Like, no it had kidding. Four ports built in. That's the reason you got it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of kind of right there. I I remember winning. Yeah, to I feel rent like, it, but I for some reason it was always rented, so I could never get it. Because it's one of those games where they only got one fucking copy of it. At like you know every fifth blockbuster around the country and it was always rented because you know yeah it's a quality game like it's it's a adventure game starring Bomberman we could play multiplayer but like I like running around and setting bombs and solving platforming puzzles like that sounds dope but no this isn't the kind of game that's going to move units at a blockbuster yeah it does have some cool other features too because I actually did make, like the reason you couldn't rent this John it's because I was renting it damn it John <laughs> <laughs> and it had some neat it had like the 3D platforming but it also had modes where you got to play sort of a like not a fully on rails type stage but one where you're, you're just kind of moving forward through the stage um, and moving like up down left right kind of thing um, I guess it sounds like on rails doesn't it but you can move <laughs> backwards <does>. too <laughs> yeah um, so they had stages that were very similar to the Star Fox 64 uh, submarine stage uh, you know, where you're going through the water and shooting things ahead of you. There's a stage where you have, like, copter blades on your head. There's a stage where you have a jetpack and a stage where you're, um, on a snowboard. And those kind of broke up the platforming. And they, they were pretty neat, neat things. Because, like, the copter one, it's like, yeah, you're a barman helicopter dropping bombs on things. Like, that's, that's kind of, that's awesome. That's fun, dropping bombs. I mean, it sounds like they just kind of thought, hey... You know, it'd be cool. Inspector Gadget came, and then <laughs> yeah, they made this game, and Inspector Gadget came back and like, nah. Well, it turns out that <laughs> that Matthew Bro- <laughs> Matthew Broderick movie ain't so hot. We're not making a tie-in game. It's like, well, fuck it, make it Bomberman. I I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> turn Matthew Broderick into Bomberman. And oh, what about make the it- the French Stewart uh, Inspector Gadget? God, was there a French Stewart Inspector Gadget? Yes, sir. They made a they made a sequel to Inspector Gadget, and they couldn't get like any of the cast back, so they cast French Stewart. That sounds familiar. Now that I think about it, uh, fuck. You know, anybody did, in the Discord chat, throw your throw your French Stewart emotes up. Did, did you ever fuck? think you'd be talking about French Stewart in multiple episodes? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> No! <laughs> and I'm the motherfucker that brought Stargate to the show. I didn't anticipate anybody bringing up French Stewart ever on this show. Um, God, it's going to be wild, though. Next week, it's going to be the guest. Home, oh. Home Alone 3 game, and yeah, with special guest French Stewart. It's going to get crazy. Uh, it's actually not going to be French Stewart. It's just going to be me squinting more. Right. Oh, <laughs> God, David, you could pull it off, man. Can we just yeah. <laughs> next week? Look at him! Look at it! It's French Stewart, everybody. He's live on stream right now. <laughs> Do they make like um? Wow! Instead of having to make David shave, 
could is there a thing we could put on his face to make him look shaved? The opposite and then he could of really a, do the a, ba- a bald cap for a beard. <laughs> yeah, bald cap for a beard. Instead of a fake mustache and beard, I'd like to put on a fake just you know, just slap clean some, cut face. Some like ham or bologna on your face. Yes, <laughs> do it. <David. laughs> Come to the show next make week. Sure. Squinting, covered in deli meats. <laughs> make sure you don't warn Song. So when she walks in, she's like, "What in the holy hell is happening to you, right, now? guys? It's uh, it's really obvious right now that we've been reading David's dream journal. We really gotta stop doing that. Gotta really get out of the read face." <laughs> I realize that this is one vote to three, but I'm still going to veto that. <laughs> oh. go, with, go with no, just because. Would you? Would it be better if you used some French's mustard? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Damn, man. What if... You know, if, I'll sleep on it. What if we did, like, Spanish meats, right? What if we did jamon? <laughs> would that be okay? <laughs> Johnny, that's just ham, but with an accent. Then he wouldn't be French Stewart. He'd be Spanish you know, Stewart. I, 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 Iberico Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Iberico Stewart. <laughs> Basque Stewart. Yeah, Serrano Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found the episode title. Oh, God. <laughs> Fritz Stewart's awesome cousin, Serrano Stewart. Um, no, that's not what's happening. Uh, David's not doing that. But for real, David, get yourself a shave and go make money on the streets of Chicago being a French Stewart impersonator. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I know Chicago's not quite like like New York and L.A. in that sense, but like if you just went out and started doing street impressions of French Stewart... You'd catch a couple of bucks. Like, no, it's like, you know, the silver man? It's like the Stuart man. You stay on a box and look like a French Stuart. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, why are we talking about French Stuart? <laughs> so, Barman Hero uh, came out between Barman 64 and Barman 64 2, which is also confusing. Word. Yeah, you guys talk about this, man. Johnny, you know, fucking fill him in on this. I gotta piss. <laughs> Alright, so, you know, it it is a 3D platformer, and it is some pretty good platforming and puzzling and solving and all that. It, it plays kind of similar to, like, say, Crash Bandicoot, but you get to throw bombs, right? Like, it's not a 3D platformer like, say, Mario 64 is with the full 3D experience. It's You're really just moving 2D through level, but you can kind of come in and out a little bit. Um, but it's, you know, it looked pretty good. It, it, it was, I remember enjoying playing it. Um, and constantly writing it just to fuck with John. This is, I, I really didn't actually like it that much. I just knew John wanted to play it. That's not true. I just kept writing it because I like it. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed you. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was not that vindictive and I'm still not that vindictive. I can't, I can't do that. Um, see, I like the, the idea though, that you are that petty and vindictive, but you just can't bring yourself to keep playing Bomberman Heroes. Like you pick it up like John won't get this. <sighs> I don't really want to play this this weekend. <laughs> Is this like... worth it though? Is this worth the $6? <laughs> yeah. I'm in middle school. My only income is my allowance. Is this what I want to spend it on? <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, that's my barman hero story. Riveting. Word, John. Great story. What a blast. I was here the whole time. <laughs> oh! I'm- Weak. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry, John. I-, I honestly, I wasn't paying attention. I'm 
thinking about those beans. Hey now, David's looking for bonus points. It ain't happening to us. <laughs> I was so close to writing that for my answer, but I was like, nah, he won't let it fly. But, yeah, man, yeah, I might have to. You, know, you never know, man. We're trying to keep this thing competitive. But anyway, uh, so you know, we all got our Bomberman stories out of the way. Uh, Johnny, did you explain the Star Wars parallels? Oh, no, I did not. So you yeah, fool, so here's that's the Star why Wars I parallels. left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the game opens with the princess that's in a ship is captured by an empire, um, and she's carrying, like, vital information, and she gives that vital information to a robot, and the robot ejects and lands on the planet below. Is it just one which... robot? It's just one okay, robot, I'm yes. Out. It's not two robots. Yeah. Oh, well, it's... <laughs> It's totally different from Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Gotta have yeah. one trash can and one translator for the trash can. No, so yeah. Laying on the planet, planet is a desert. And then later in the game when they find the princess, um, Princess Mil- Million? I think it's Million. Princess Million. Uh, she's laying like in the exact same pose that Princess Leia is laying in when um, you know, Luke Skywalker shows up to rescue her. Oh, so, like, those N64 <sighs> graphics. Great. <laughs> yeah, she's got that weird uh, like metal bikini on. Look, if you can recreate it with Lego and Lego Star Wars, I think you can recreate it with N64 graphics too. Fair enough. They're not that much That's more complicated. Fair. It's all about the detail on that box, baby. <laughs> you know, you can draw whatever you want on the box. <laughs> uh, so yeah. That's what she awesome. said. Bing. <laughs> I really hope that White Bomber and Bomberman Heroes is just kind of like a whiny farm boy. Who has to go and stop the Empire? Oh man! I mean, seriously, why why not just like put Bomberman in more things? Like you know, we we got Lego Star Wars and Lego Harry Potter, Lego Indiana Jones. Make Bomberman Star Wars, Bomberman Indiana Jones, <laughs> Lego Bomberman. Fuck! Bomber- <laughs> I thought you were going to Lego Bomberman. No, 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 no! Put Bomberman in all these things. So it's just all those movies, but they're all the characters throw bombs. You know. I, uh, so kind of like how the Muppets would do like Muppet Wizard of Oz, Muppet Treasure Island. You'd have Bomberman Star Wars and Bomberman Wizard of Oz. That's exactly what I mean, David. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, you know, Bomberman wish- should be as the Muppets are to like fucking pop culture. Like they should just be like placed in things. Not Harry Potter. Fuck Harry Potter. We're done there. But all the, the other Bomberman things. Bomberman yeah. show tonight. God, it'd be oh. It'd be oh. so good. I just want Bomberman would, and Smash Bros. So. I mean, you know, he, he's yeah. there. No, I want to play a, as him. I feel like they kind of got him right as an assist trophy, though. <laughs> like, I feel like his, his moveset is limited. Like, place bomb, place bomb, but he has place dif- bomb. Different kinds of bombs. Kick bomb. Kick bomb? Yeah. <laughs> Explode, place more bombs. I feel like he works very well as an assist trophy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe they can bring, like, uh, what was that super uh, super intense Bomberman they made for next-gen consoles? Ugh. Maybe they can bring that, that Bomberman. Oh, God, X-Zero? Oh, yeah. oh. X-Zero Bomberman for Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it'd be so hardcore. <laughs> yeah, just... Oh. God, they should bring all the bad, like, mid-2000s attempts to make things edgy into Smash. <laughs> so, yeah. No, what they should do is they should make a Smash Brothers spinoff that has, like, Lou Albano Mario and CDI Link and Act-Zero Bomberman. Contrast, mm. bros. 
I mean, you jest, but that sounds fucking great. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. Mega Man from the box art of Mega Man 1. I mean, he's yes. already in a game, John. We've talked about Street Fighter Cross I... Tekken. They've got that out there. They can uh, they can put these things into a game. Like, all the worst versions of things in a game would be fantastic. <laughs> just, just make it Captain Endgame. Yeah. Uh, you know, have a 3D Sonic in there. Uh, yeah, doesn't matter Where's which one. Going to get you. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter which one. They're all trash. Um, yeah. No, it's got to be the Sonic R like Sega Saturn Polygon <laughs> model version. <laughs> yeah, we tried to make it round. We're very sorry. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, I, I, you know, I would like to see. Uh, yeah, like an alternate Smash Brothers with all the shitty versions of things in it. Uh, you know. Oh god, Castlevania Judgment version of Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. You know, Bomberman will whoop that ass. But in the meantime, we still got Bomberman as an assist trophy. We got Bomberman Hero, this fantastic game that we all definitely played. And, uh, you know, have fond memories of. And, um, you know, I think it's great. Uh, so, we, uh, let's see. Where are we on the show tonight? We, uh... I guess we struck one of those Batman Returns from the record, so... Um... Johnny, I, I hate to ask this, but, like... Do you want to jump back in with one more game? Oh, I would love to do that. I'm not done with my Batman Returns. Oh, no. God, John. No, that's not what I'm asking. Like, we, you know, we struck Batman... <laughs> Oh, here it goes. guys so this game introduced a new power-up in 2003 and this power-up would not be seen again until 2011 
All right, guys, so who's got Batman Returns written down? Johnny, I immediately regret letting you back onto the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I like the chat saying Mario Returns or Game Gear. Ooh, okay. We got to, I got I I managed to read David's. I'm waiting for Jesse to write his down. Ooh, okay. So Jesse says Mario something B. Yeah, I'm thinking about that which answer. Is <laughs> totally correct. No. And David wrote Super Mario Advance 4 Cold Super Mario Brothers 3, which is correct. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is super- oh, it was the boomerang. Yes, the boomerang. The, which was in the Japanese-only version, I think, um, until it came out on the, the... They did re-release on the Wii console or Wii U Virtual Console, one of those two. Um, yeah, that they... Um, included, they brought in all the e-reader content for that re-release, but originally, that boomerang was exclusive to Japan. Yeah, because so, yes, you got, is... like, bonus levels using the e-reader cards, and some of them would give you, like, different shit not in Mario 3. Like, I know one of them, you could get, like, the turnips that you could pull up from Mario 2. I think you got the cape from Mario World, and I know the boomerang was there, too. Yeah, this game was kind of bonkers, because uh, you had the levels that had those power-ups, and you had just cards with those power-ups, so you could just get the cape like in any level if you had the power-up card to do it, and an e-reader. Um, so who here had the e-reader for their Game Boy Advance? I think that was the one peripheral I didn't get for the Game Boy Advance. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely had the link cable to pair it with the like the advanced cable to pair it with the GameCube and use it as a controller. Um, but I never got the e-reader. Yeah, it's it it, it it's pretty bonkers um, because like they they really did a mishmash of multiple Mario games in this one. Like it's like like cuz like you said, uh, David, they had the the turnip thing. That was a power up you could get. Um there was another power-up that could uh, <laughs> make make it like Mario World, where when you hit guys with fireballs, they turn into coins. There was the the, the, the feather power-up. They added the boomerang. That was brand new. That was not from any Mario game. And some of those bonus levels on the E-Rater cards included elements of Super Mario World, like the, um, uh, what's his name, Rip Fang and Fish. They had levels of Rip Fang and Fish that would chase you around. What? Yeah. I love <laughs> Rip Fang <Van> Fish. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bonkers. That, I mean, uh, let's let's talk Rip Van Fish for a second, because honestly, as a kid that like read a lot of books, whenever I saw that in the credits for Super Mario World, I'm like, I understood that reference. Like, it's a sleepy <laughs> yeah. fish, and then he wakes I, up when you swim by him. Rip Van Fish. I get it. I like that. I didn't fish. read a lot of books, but I watched a lot of Wishbone, so it, it word. Fuck you, John. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> that was me expressing pride in understanding who Rip Van Winkle was the first time I played Super Mario World. It's like, oh right, I could have just you know read the Cliff's Notes versions of all literature and understood the same <laughs> reference. God damn it! Isn't isn't Rip Van Winkle like a short story? Do 
do they have cliff notes of those? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it's it's a short story of such renown that it has become cliff notes of itself. Point is, Rip Van Fish, Sleeping Fish, cracks me up. That's uh, that was the only point <laughs> I was trying to make there. I'm all about that Sleeping Fish, <laughs> much like I'm about those beans. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about those beans when I saw that name Rip Van Fish. I'm like, now I'm thinking about that fish. What was this thing? He was asleep. Rip Van Fish. Rip Van Winkle. Man slept for a long time. Funny thing about Rip Van Fish. Woke up. Really quickly. As soon as you passed him by, he was a big pain in the ass. <laughs> so not really the same thing. The fish versus the Winkle. Not the same thing. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of um, Rip Van Fish. That was if you could swim past him when he like wakes up and he's like, "Oh God, I can't." Well, huh. Ah, fuck it, and just like instantly falls asleep and falls to the ground. See, I like Rip Van Fish falling back asleep. I do also like Rip Van Fish. Uh, so many Rip Van Fish waking up that it like lags the level really hard, and you're just being pursued by a bunch of aggressive, like just woken up fish. Um, oh, those Super Mario World memories. I love that shit. But yeah, this, so this is, um, I think this is the last of the Super Mario Advance games, and one thing I was wondering is, what Super Mario Advance game did they introduce a thing where every time Mario gets a power-up, he says, oh, just what I needed! I know they did that in the Mario World one, which I think was three. Did they no, do that? Mario World was... Two. Two. I think I think they started it in the first Mario Advance, which was Mario Two, because they went two. They Advance was two. Advance two was World. Advance three was Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's and then Advance Island. four was Mario three. And like that, that whole just why I needed shit is so fucking annoying. Like. And I don't remember if there's an option to turn that off. I hope there is, because that that I remember watching a friend play that and just be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like this is awful." Like I would just play as Tiny Mario the whole game. Fuck it. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, no, fuck all that noise. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't understand do. why adding extra voice clips to existing Mario games seemed like a good idea. Like, no. <laughs> But they did, like, I did like the Mario Advance games for how they changed stuff. Like, obviously, graphically, they look really good. But I know in the first one, which was Mario 2, they added, like, giant vegetables and giant enemies. So, like, randomly, you would just pull out a massive fucking turnip True. that you could throw and take out, like, an entire screen. And, yeah. like, there'd be a, an army of sh shy guys and be, like, two normal shy guys and then a giant shy guy that you could jump on top of and pull up. Bit of that pulling off a big shy yeah. guy, you know. Wait, no, that sounded wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, I do go for it, John. I was just gonna gripe about the numbering system for these games. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I was, I was impressed that they added the Mario World cape and they had to come up with all new sprites for that, right? Because that, that's the, the, the Mario Advance 4 cape sprite is mario 3 style with a cape it's very very interesting to see oh, word yeah i didn't even thought about yeah. that or i guess it's mario 3 like you know super mario all-star style i guess really but still like True. it's not the mario world sprite they had to like redraw that shit um so i mean should we do a rundown of the fucking numbering on this nonsense ass series just so everybody's clear on what we're talking about here with the mario advanced series like yeah. You know, so they launched the Game Boy Advance with Super Mario Advance, which was, of course, 
Super Mario Brothers 2 ported up to the Game Boy Advance. The uh, most famous no, of Super Mario Brothers games. Indubitably. Yeah, when you when I think Super Mario Brothers on the Game Boy Advance, I'm thinking port of Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, they follow that up with Super Mario Advance 2. Uh, Johnny, which game was that? Uh, Super Mario World. Indeed, exactly. And so then Super Mario Advance 3, naturally, is Yoshi's Island. No, and no, then, no. Super, Ma- Super Mario Advance 3 is Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Excuse me. I, I left <laughs> off Super Mario World 2. So, yes, the official title <laughs> is Super Mario Advance 3, colon, Super Mario World 2, colon, Yoshi's Island. <laughs> so sorry. Whole lot uh, of colon. And then, <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, fucking A. Um, and then, of course, Super Mario Advance 4 is Super Mario Brothers 3. I honestly don't understand how Nintendo could have fucked this up harder. <laughs> like, it's like, fascinating. I, mean, I can. Couldn't they just name them like Super Mario Brothers Three GBA? They got this so yeah. right after this because I honestly think the confusion is what led them to not making 2D platforming games until New Super Mario Brothers. And then it's like, all right, we got New Super Mario Brothers. New Super Mario Bros. 2, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, New Super Mario Bros. U, you know, all these different things. If they had just called this Super Mario Bros. Advance, and it was, well, I guess they didn't want to do the first one, so they started out with two. Maybe put one and two in a package. I don't know. Point is, you know, just take the existing title and add the word advance. It's it's just not that hard. Don't add more numbers. <laughs> games that didn't have numbers <laughs> Super Mario Advance 2 colon Super Mario World like now hold on in Japan Super Mario World was called Super Mario Brothers 4 so what are we talking about here like yeah. so say I can I can almost understand starting with Mario 2 because the Game Boy Color had Super Mario Brothers Deluxe like Word. the Game Boy Color had an enhanced version of the original Mario the Game Boy Advance should have an enhanced version of Mario 2. Like, that makes sense. But then once you go to, okay, so for the second one, we're going to do the fourth one. Right. Okay, now you've lost me. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing. Do them in the right order. Like, what was so prohibitive to them doing Super Mario Advance, parentheses, Super Mario Bros. 2, and following that up with Super Mario Advance 2, parentheses, Super Mario Bros. 3, and then Super Mario World and Yoshi's Island. I, 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 I don't know. It's fascinating how silly they made this this naming convention. I, I just don't understand it. But it, it is neat though, because I guess you know they must. Is have it built John? On... Is it neat? <laughs> well, they must have built on engines from the previous game because they have that Super Mario World content in Super Mario Brothers Three, right? Like they have Rip Van Fish and they have the cape. That is true. Um, so like that. I guess by doing it in this order, they they got to do that, right? And then took them and, how um, many years to make Mario Maker after this? I mean, like, seems yeah. to me like they could have fucking realized, like, damn, we could have a Mario Maker on the Wii, and uh, it could be the dopest goddamn game of all time. No, we're gonna save that. We're gonna put that in the in the pot for a little while. We're gonna cook that a little bit. Mm. Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um. So yeah, that the, the, that the, the music that I played was all exclusive to this port. So we had the World E Castle, we had the E Card Scan, and we had the title screen, you which uh, 
<laughs> World E. Who ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> and yeah, like, I mean, the e-reader thing sounded cool, and I, w I wish I could have actually tried it. Though, you know, but it is nice that now you can just buy it for Wii or Wii U or whatever. Can you? And just get just get all of it. All, okay, I don't know if you can yeah. anymore, but... <laughs> they, um, <laughs> for the Wii U? It's one, of the Game Boy, it's one of the Game Boy Advance games you can get on the Wii U, and I remember everyone's like, why the fuck? You already have Super Mario Bros. 3. Why would you do this? And they're like, yeah, we're going to include all the e-reader levels. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I think I need to get that. Right, word. I mean, you know, because who the fuck wanted to deal with the e-reader back in the day? Like, just bundle that shit up. I don't want to deal with it at all. Like, you know, <laughs> can you do DLC on the GBA? <laughs> the, you know, I'll take it. Fuck it. Yeah, the e-reader thing would kind of piss me off because, you know, all that shit is programmed into the cart and the card is just unlocking it. Like, it's all yep. already there. Just let me have it. Yeah. I just want to throw the goddamn Boomer uh, Hammer Brothers boomerang, you know, or Boomerang Brothers, whatever you call that. Word, because I mean, uh, seriously, let's talk you know, briefly about Super Mario Brothers three. And when you got power ups, it the most mind blowing one was not you know the Tanuki suit. We all love the Tanuki suit, but when you got the hammer suit, it was like, whoa, yeah. okay, hold on, hold on, game changer. Did I just get the hammer helmet and I can throw hammers now? It's like, you know, playing this and you get the boomerang suit. Whoa! <laughs> Super game changer. Like, oh, I love a boomerang in a video game. So yeah, you know, being able to play as uh, Boomerang Mario. Yeah, it's uh, although the the boomerang one, you had to catch it. You could, it didn't just come back to you. You had to make sure you actually caught it. Hold on. And <laughs> okay, boomerang. And, Whoa. And, and it was like Karibo shoe. It didn't last past the end of the level. Damn. You... <laughs> All right, now let's so talk Karibo shoe for real. Like, how has the shoe not come back in more things? I know. I like... love the shoe. We all <laughs> love the shoe. It's, okay, it should be a fucking uh, vehicle in Mario Kart. <laughs> yes. Why the fuck is it not? Hold my God, Jesse. I don't know why I haven't had that original thought in, you know seven years of playing Mario Kart 8, but yes! Why is this shoe not a cart? <laughs> <laughs> like, Nintendo's really fucking Damn. up. I want to play as Dry Bones driving around in that fucking boot. The fucking boot? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about uh, that boot. The fact that they've, they have carts based off of warp pipes. So many things. And the Koopa Clown car, and the fucking Blue Falcon, but Karibo shoe is not a cart? There is even in Mario Kart, I believe, at least eight deluxe, if not eight, there is a very non-specific shoe cart. It's like the sneaker. And now that I, I realize, like, <sighs> we've had so much time wasted with that not being a Karibo shoe cart. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Jesse, how the fuck... I, I, I feel like I've, you know, just had the, the wool pulled back from my eyes. Like, we could have been enjoying Karibo's shoe as a vehicle for so many years now. And we haven't. And I'm just, you know... <sighs> I, I, I feel like just by asking that question, Jesse should win this round of August Absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Johnny, I love where it's at. Because we're at the end of the episode. And he, we've got a tie game. I like the tiebreaker. I really do. 
I like the tiebreaker of Jesse wins. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, in it, fairness, was, it was based on a wonderful idea that you did not have. In your face, David. <laughs> have you been thinking about Karibo's shoe? <laughs> Uh, every day of my life, <laughs> Mario Kart Shit. since Fair. since 1990. Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> David, that that tracks. He uh, that man thinks about Karibo's shoe. Um, no, uh, you know, for real, it's uh, God, the end of this game, and it's crazy that we're tied because uh, you know, obviously, with all the uh, the madness, the shuffling, the Batman returns. Uh, the scrambling to fill in the episode. There was no time for a lightning round, so it's time for sudden death game that tune trivia. Guys, get your boards out. I can't believe we have to decide this first round of August Absurdity on this. Uh, you know, if, if one of you guys has to find a loophole to get back into the finals, we'll find a way. But for now, <laughs> I want to see those hands up. I want to see those boards up because I got a trivia question for you. Price is right style. I feel like we need a drop for this. Johnny, give me a give me a sudden death trivia question drop. How absurd! That's what I'm talking about right there. Alright, guys. So having thought thoroughly and deeply about those beings, <laughs> I wanna know. <laughs> on the bushes beans. United States products website how many flavors of beans across all product categories not simply baked beans all bushes products baked beans grilling beans starters savories you know all, all of bushes beans i want to know closest without going over how many flavors of bushes beans do you think they're advertising on the official Bush's Beans website. Because, uh, guys, I want to tell you, <laughs> I'm thinking about those beans. <laughs> I like how you say I have a Game That Tune trivia question, and it's about Bush's Beans. Is there any other way to settle this, guys? It's about those beans. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I'm saying, man, we're, we're up in the Mean Bean Machine right now. Oh my god, lower the answers. Oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Dave... <laughs> I'm dying. David says 12. <laughs> There's fewer... Than twelve, or there's more than twelve varieties of merely baked beans. <laughs> yeah, those bushes, man, they make a lot of beans. David, <laughs> Jesse says one hundred. <laughs> Johnny, get a soundboard ready. Jesse is exactly right. There are one hundred <laughs> flavors of beans. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. This is fucking crazy, guys. so many flavors of beans. I thought 100 was too many. That's what's so wild. There's exactly 100. It's a nonsense guess. 
because who would advertise 100 flavors of beans? <laughs> bushes. And, and bushes did it, baby. And Jesse just wrote 100 and got it right. It's, it's the wildest wow. shit. I've ever seen. <laughs> See, that's why I was thinking. I was like, I know 12 is low, but I'm gonna lowball this. Because maybe Jesse will go just over, and I had hope when I saw 100. <laughs> oh, it's so wild. Okay, so I'm sorry, I gotta give the bean breakdown. So there's 15 flavors of baked beans, 5 grilling beans, 15 flavors of chili beans, 29 flavors of Bush's quote-unquote variety beans, 5 flavors of savory beans, 15 Latin-inspired flavors, and then you've got, of course, Five flavors of Bush's organic beans and eleven reduced sodium beans. Exactly one hundred flavors of beans. And why Bush's doesn't put that on their can, I don't know. Like they should be marketing themselves as a hundred flavors of beans. Yeah, Bush's a hundred, like Heinz fifty-seven. Like, That's what I'm saying. And we have yet to touch on the dog who likes to try to sell the, that, the recipe. That's what I'm saying. All this talk <laughs> about those beans, and we barely even mentioned the dog that is trying to destroy the family <laughs> by selling the secret I have, recipe. I have 100 beans. recipes, and I'm a dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dog. Oh, good boy. Roll that beautiful... Roll that goddamn beautiful bean footage. Wow. <laughs> there... I honestly can't think of a stupider and better way for this episode to end How absurd. Than, than broken Jesse Moore winning a sudden death question about beans. Wonderful. Oh, man. I mean, I, I want to assure everybody, this truly was not like a work. I actually, I just referenced those beans in that discussion and cracked myself up. And <laughs> hold on, can I tell this story? Please. <laughs> we get to the bonus game, David gets it right. John texts me, all cast, fuck, we have no lightning round planned. <laughs> Gotta come with a tiebreaker, sudden death, or something. So I say, okay, well, I'll talk, you make the round. And he just responds, it's gonna be beam beat. <laughs> it was the only way. <laughs> there was I wondered, like, it worked out where I could talk a lot about the Mario Advance games, because I saw both of you, like, furiously typing and looking away, like, oh, they're playing in something. There was no way I was going to be able to do trivia based on any of the games we selected tonight. <laughs> I'd already revealed how many editions of Batman Returns there were. Like, you know, no one cares about any of the other games that we selected. <laughs> And we discussed thoroughly the naming conventions for Super Mario Advance. The only answer was the beans. <laughs> it had to be beans. So it, please, it, it uh, was meant to beans. Please look forward to our new Patreon podcast where we sample every uh, flavor of beans. Bean that turn. Oh my god! I am so in favor of you know game that thinking about those beans. I mean that's a hundred episodes right there. <laughs> we listen to video game music. We talk about the beans. <laughs> we, we we all crack open our can of beans. Just put the spoon right in. One out of the can. Guaranteed a hundred episodes of bean chat. Anyway, you know, now we're not thinking about those beans. We're thinking about tonight's champion. Moving on to the next round, Jesse Moore. Congratulations, man! Yeah. Thank you, and uh, thinking, congratulations. Think about Troy. those beans. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> go for it, man. I'm sorry. I just had to say congratulations, Troy. You told me to say it. Yeah. Congratulations, Troy. That's fantastic news. Although I uh, think we he love said our he fucking... broke a window earlier, so I'm not sure what's up with him. He's he's doing fine, man. You know he uh, you know he wanted a shout out. He gets a shout out. Um, man, we got great fans in our Discord. You know, get with us and uh, you know get congratulations. Now, Jesse, you know, you want to cut it into show promo or something? Let's, uh, let's have a little victory speech there. Um, I mean, there's... I'm gonna throw a chair at your head. How about that? Yeah. Uh, fuck. Jesus that Christ. That was fucking crazy. Oh my God! There was so much blood, and like um, that promo he cut afterwards, saying that you can't kill Matt Hardy. Oh, God! I love Matt Hardy. Goes to show you, man, you can't kill Jesse Moore. Yeah, uh, I'm unkillable. Man, exactly. Oh, God, that, uh, I, I do love the idea of you adopting all of Matt Hardy's things and becoming either unkillable Jesse Moore or million dollar Jesse yeah. Moore. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesse Moore version 1.0. Hell yeah. God, I miss Jesse Moore version 1.0. We all hung out at the Eskimo shows together. We remember that version. How about some uh, Jesse Moore facts? Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some crop circle ninjas, baby. Oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, so uh, you know, Jesse, cut your end of show promo before we get out of here. Um, I didn't write one, so um, just rub it in on David is what I'm trying to tell you. Now. I mean, you took his crown, you filled it with beans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brother, sniff it. It was a valiant battle upon your part, but unfortunately, or more accurately, fortunately. There can only be one winner, and it was me. And you have been rendered obsolete. And uh, I got some good bonus music. Hell yeah, man. So, man, what a fucking show. David, I'm sorry that the beans were not in your favor tonight. Uh, you know, what a, what a game it was. But, uh, you know, great game that you played. Uh, I think me and John made it extra difficult for you guys. And you guys, you know... I don't want to say you rose to the occasion, but you know, you definitely, um, you know, it was a, it was a tough ass game. Yeah, it was so, fucking. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was great. J- uh, David, any closing words? No, um, it was a hard game. It came down to the wire. Um, it reminds me of John when you and I went head to head. You know, we matched each other very well, and then it came down to, like, a last-minute final question lightning round. So, I ain't even mad. Well played, Jesse. Yep. It was good. You know, it was, uh, dare I say it, absurd. Fair. How absurd! It was very absurd, soundboard, is what I'm trying to tell you. It's, uh, it was, it was bean-themed. But anyway, yeah, great show tonight, guys. What a fucking show. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that next week will be just as absurd. Um, you know, David is now eliminated, but he and Jesse now do have to collaborate to come up with songs for me and John. I worry now that we are going to get <laughs> utterly fucked. Uh, me and my brother Sniffit will reform <laughs> Team Extreme. And uh, brother Sniffit will be... Uh, representing Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, David, you're going to have to look up some clips, man, because, yeah, you're going to have to cut where, a promo. Where, where some are some point. Jinkos and, yes. uh, like, a fish how fast can, shirt? How, how quickly can you gauge your ears? You should paint your face, too. 
The utter look of confusion on David's face by me even mentioning gauging his ears tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. I'm just wondering, it's like, even if I gauge him, I'm, I'm wearing headphones. Still, it would look dope. I want you to cut some dope patterns into that beard, paint your face, gauge those ears, all by next week. And at some so point, I'm going to want you to jump off something really tall. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to work on that. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, what a fucking show. Johnny, I think we did great. Did we not? Can we, can we get like a virtual uh, Game of the Tune high five for you know how good this round was for Jesse and David? Friends. That's what I'm talking about. That's the virtual <laughs> high five right there. <laughs> so, yep. Thank you, everybody watching with us. We're, uh, we're live every Wednesday night. We're, uh, we're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We're in your podcast device on Tuesday mornings. Uh, you know, check out Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Leave us a review, subscribe, share it with your friends. We love you guys uh, listening and enjoying Game That Tune. Thanks to uh, our requester tonight. Uh, or no, excuse me. Thanks to everybody checking out Patreon. We got a lot of great stuff on Patreon. We got movie commentaries. We've got Covered Up. We've got uh, GTT Gems. Uh, we are going to get an episode out for the month of July. Again, I, I wasn't bullshit, and I let Johnny pick the music this week because I'm just being destroyed. But it, honestly, yeah, we got a July and August gems coming. We got a lot of fun stuff going on over there at patreon.com slash game that tune. So we thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, special thanks to the super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, Chrono, Dominic Guy, Taylor Rice, Sam L, and Tyler Tedesco. Fantastic fellas supporting us over there at Patreon. Thank you to Tyler for the request tonight. He's a super fan. He gets request priority. But also he uh, sent us his request to Discord. You can give us your requests, gamethattune at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune, or, or you can hit us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan, Mr. Batman Returns, on Twitter at... JP Regan JR. You can find David Fleming, the sadly first round eliminated deposed king of Game That Tune, on Twitter at DFD Fleming. I love you, David. And you can find Jesse Moore, tonight's winner, moving on to the finals of August Absurdity 5, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. All right, Jesse. You got the bonus tunes, my man. What are you taking us home with tonight? Um, so there's a new controversial song, and... Not controversial. Well, no. I mean, it's controversial from some circles. I think it's just fine. And uh, they mix that with um, Dire Dire Docks from Mario 64. So we got... A water level? Yeah, because this is some wet-ass pussy. Fuck yeah, guys. How absurd. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Play the whole fucking thing, Johnny.
wet ass pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy trick, I need a beast smoke, not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it, hope it lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beard, well, I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste it, now he diabetic. I don't wanna spit, I wanna go, I wanna gag, I wanna choke, I want you to touch that new gangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My head give his fire, but not in the sun, he's going to dry, he's coming outside, y'all. Running that thing on the cuts behind me, I smell his smoke, and I heat trying to sign me. Y'all, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, please shit, switch my wig, make him feel like a G10. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you. If he ain't my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. How can make you bust before I ever meet you? If it don't hang, Oh, it just cuts off there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was waiting for Bowser laughing into that pussy. Wow, we <laughs> man. Okay, Batman Returns is copyright 1993. Code Nami. Claude Noah 2, Lunatius Vale is copyright 2001. Namco Limited. Blaster Master 2 is copyright 1993. Sunsoft. Bomberman Hero is copyright 1998. Hudsonsoft. Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3 is copyright 2003. Nintendo of America Incorporated. It's going to be the ultimate Jesse win if David just quits after game one. <laughs> oh, that, but Senor Harrington, I did say he would be deleted. Delete! Delete! <laughs>